Welcome to Discover Healthier. Everything you need to know about health brought to you by Discovery Health. I'm Azania Mosaka. You can join the conversation as we explore some of the most pressing matters in the healthcare environment today. Our wide variety of topics and specialist guests will empower you to care for your health now and in the future. A crisis such as COVID-19 affects all business sectors. However, it puts particular spotlight on insurers. Welcome to part two of our three-part podcast series in which we explore Discovery Health's response to the challenges of COVID-19. Are you concerned about contracting COVID-19 but not having anywhere to safely isolate and stay away from your loved ones? You might be interested to know that Discovery, in partnership with leading local hotel chains, has created designated isolation facilities to support all South Africans. That's what we will be discussing in part one of this podcast episode. And in part two, we'll find out all about how Discovery and Vodacom have partnered to offer all South Africans access to free COVID-19 online doctor consultations. But first, what does it take to turn a hotel into a COVID-19 isolation facility? With me now to explain this innovative move are Discovery Health's Chief Commercial Officer, Dr. Ron Whelan and Mark Waxberger, Founder and Managing Director at the Capital Hotel and Apartments. We're also speaking to Eugene Rue, who will be sharing his personal story of self-isolation at the Capital Empire in Santon. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Ron, I'm going to kick off with you. What an innovative idea. What led Discovery to the idea of hotels as isolation facilities? Well, thanks for the time and yeah, good afternoon to your audience. Discovery has been tracking the COVID outbreak globally uh, very closely over the last few months. In fact, you know, we picked it up early in January when our colleagues in you know, China indicated there might be something you're brewing in Wuhan you know, City. And yeah, from that time onwards, we've been tracking the global numbers around your COVID closely. You know, our actuaries have obviously been working on tracking those numbers closely, and we've been watching global trends. And we were concerned you know, early March that you know, the numbers were picking up in Europe in particular, and we knew it was just a matter of time before we had an infection in South Africa. And through the work that our clinical excellence team has done, you know, one of the things you know, we've seen in you know, any outbreak is that quick contact tracing and quarantine is you know, very important to containing an outbreak. You know, in addition, a, a safe place to isolate is very important in any outbreak. Right. So we kind of looked across the landscape at the time and said, you know, how do we find a safe place for our members who potentially would contract COVID to you know, self-isolate away from their families and their loved ones and not put any you know, additional members in their communities at risk? We'd obviously we'd looked at these trends closely, and in March we connected with Mark and the team at Geo Capital Group with the idea of pulling together a place for Discovery Health members to isolate safely from their families and their loved ones and yeah, their communities. And worked with Mark and his team during the course of March to pull together this offering exclusively for Discovery Health Medical Scheme members and a range of other schemes that Discovery Health administers as well. Yes. The principle there is that when you look at COVID outbreaks globally, they typically happen in households and family clusters. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to give people who are COVID positive a safe place to isolate, yeah, it's a great place for them to recuperate, but it's also a great place for them to protect their family members and loved ones. So, Mark, for you, why did this partnership make sense? We had been at the forefront of isolation 
as COVID broke out in South Africa, we were actually helping government with quarantine from international flights as they were starting to arrive. Mm. But we realized that we're going to need to stop COVID positive people from spreading further to their families and to their loved ones, as Ron said, and people would need an isolation place to stay. In other words, a further step from where we were, where we were isolating people who were not COVID positive, that were quarantining in case they had become COVID positive, we knew we had to amp it up because the wave was obviously coming mm. and we needed to create protocols that were of the higher standard, call it a medical standard, to house COVID positive people. And it was only appropriate for us to do that in partnership with Discovery who would bring the nursing side and bring the protocols that we needed to adhere to. Yeah, we're going to explore how it all works in a moment, but you know that it's also a tough time for businesses. Has the partnership helped your revenue flow at a time when operations for many businesses has been restricted? The hotel sector has been really one of the hardest hit, uh, really in the eye of the storm. We went from 80% occupancies to 10% occupancies overnight. So we've had to rebuild our whole business and our business has actually been quite busy with other forms of quarantine and repatriation flights from government as well as essential services. But the wave of isolation is really starting now since the beginning of June. As we've gone into lockdown level three, we're seeing the spread starting to such a significant extent that we are seeing an influx of COVID positives coming from the discovery base as well as outside people as well into our hotel. And we forecast for it to be, unfortunately so, mm-hmm. extremely busy through the month of July, August and September. So, Ron, let's look at the benefit. What is the benefit and how does one of your members go about accessing this benefit? Who has access to it? So the benefit is available to all Discovery Health Medical Scheme members. If you're a member of the Discovery Health Medical Scheme, you have access to this benefit. It's available to members who are tested positive for COVID-19. So that's the unimportant part. It's an isolation benefit. So isolation is for people who are positive. Quarantine, on the other hand, is here for people who are not positive and trying to protect themselves. So it's benefit is for Discovery Health Medical Scheme members who have tested COVID-19 positive. In addition to that, it's also available to other schemes that Discovery Healthy administers, and those schemes include the likes of LA Health, BankMed, Remedy Medical Scheme, Melcor, Anglo Medical Scheme, and a few others as well. So not only the Discovery Health Medical Scheme, our other schemes have come on board as well in an effort to protect their members too. Mm. And I think I've seen the benefit of this, you know, not only medical scheme members and their families, but just the broader South African response to COVID too. And then, Mark, how does the process work for someone who is COVID positive and wants to check into your hotel? Just take us through it step by step. So what we've found is that the starting point has been either the hospitals or the testing centers. Mm-hmm. So either finding that COVID positive patients are arriving in hospital saying, what do I do? Where do I go? What are my options? Clearly, I can't go home. I'm going to infect my family at home, or I'm going to go to a hospital. And in the hospital, the uh, doctors are saying, you're too well. You've just got flu-like symptoms. You're too healthy of an individual. Let's rather send you to a place like the Capital Empire, where you can stay in isolation with this nurse care. 
Alternatively, we're getting people who are going and saying, I'm feeling the symptoms of COVID, and they go for a test. And at the testing center, that's also where they know, and they're oftentimes calling up Discovery and saying, what should I do? And Discovery obviously points them to this isolation facility, both for the period where they await their test results and for, obviously, if the test results comes out positive, that they then stay with us longer. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been, call it a walk-in, where people just arrive at our door and COVID positive and just check in. Yeah. We are starting to see a move towards that now. As I've said, really, the wave is hitting. And so we've had a few people literally just arrive at the Capital Empire. And, of course, we accommodate them too. But the norm is that they're here from a testing center and we arrange the room for them right away. So, Ron, who pays for the stay in the isolation hotel? So, first, we've made available scheme funding across all of the schemes I mentioned a little bit earlier on. So, the schemes fund a portion of the accommodation and board and lodging costs, and each of the schemes puts forward a subsidy of 400 grand per person per day. Mm. And that's over a period of your 14 days for isolation, as you'll know in covid you need to isolate for 14 days. We have an additional two days on top of that for anyone who's awaiting test results. So for instance, if you've had a test, you might be COVID-19 positive. We add in two days up front to accommodate that. The schemes fund your 400 grand and up. The member then funds the balance. And through our work with Mark and the capital group, they have a significantly discounted rate. So we've been able to work with Mark and team to reduce the rack rate you know, substantially on hotel accommodation. I think it really uh, makes it affordable, certainly worth the money in terms of your protecting family members. I think a second portion of the funding that's available, as Mark alluded to a little bit earlier, is that there's a full medical support infrastructure that is applied to this as well. So we have 24 hours, seven days a week nursing services available. We have full personal protective equipment uh, available. Members have access to virtual doctor consults. We have emergency transport systems available if anyone does take a turn for a worse, does need an emergency consult of sorts. So there's a full medical infrastructure that you know, applied to the isolation hotel benefit as well, which really ramps it up a gear from being a hotel, but also being for medical support. And that is funded out of scheme benefits as well, depending on your which plan a member is on. You know, the bulk of those benefits are funded you know, from medical support perspective. Got it. So, Mark, you're in the business of providing accommodation, of course, but how has this changed how you do business? Well, we had to pivot our entire business in March this year to a new normal. And that new normal is all about all of these protocols of social distance, sanitization, and obviously at the Capital Empire we really have turned the facility into somewhat of a hospital. I mean, the way our staff are geared up, particularly in the form of our cleaning staff, who are going into rooms where there are COVID-positive people staying, they are donned in gear that is exactly like you would find in the hospitals. And that's thanks to the discovery training and equipment that they've provided. So we've had to really adapt to a totally new world. In the hotel industry days, you know, you really wanted to interact with guests as closely as you could. And today you have to obviously have the protocols in place to protect the guests rather. Hmm. And, and of course, protect our staff through these social distance practices. So, Ron, how's the uptake been? What can you tell us about the pattern and where we are? 
So the uptake tracks the overall epidemic trends. And as I mentioned earlier on, we started in March, and as you'll know, in, uh, early, in you know, the early stages of the epidemic in South Africa, numbers remained low. So at level five lockdown in particular, we managed to flatten the curve, and the demand was low, which was you know, fantastic. I think you know, Mark and I you know, often discussed around you, would much rather have your low demand for the service because it means you know, the country is doing well. That said, you know, over the last... Yeah, four weeks or so, we have definitely seen an uptick in numbers, and you would have seen that in the national statistics. I think as of this week, we're now over 50,000 infections here nationally, quite a substantial outbreak in the Western Cape, and we certainly are starting to see numbers spike in the Eastern Cape, KZN, and Gauteng. And the discovery health numbers are mirroring the national numbers. So we have certainly seen an uptick in numbers. We've certainly seen an uptick in demand for the service, and yeah, as we move into the latter parts of June, July, and then your August, we expect that there will unfortunately likely be you know, more numbers, but I think it's all the more reason to take up you know, this benefit, you know, isolate in safety, make sure that you're getting you know, the right medical care, you know, taking the opportunity for some quiet time and recuperation you know, with the full infrastructure that's you're provided by the Capital Group and Discovery on this. We're going to speak to one of your members, in fact, who accessed this benefit, just to hear what the experience was like. So we'll speak to Eugene Rue a little bit later on. But, Mark, what have been some of the positive outcomes that you've seen from this offering? And, Ron, I also want your reflections on this, you know, the positive outcomes, the feedback from members after you created this particular offering. Ron? Yeah, I think you know, the first thing was a bit of time out. Yeah, so we got a lot of feedback from members saying, actually, they just appreciated being able to take real time out, having room service on tap, some Netflix time. Yeah, so it was real relaxation and recuperation. I think, uh, secondly, members have remarked on the medical care and the medical support received. Yeah, and I think this is a really important deal, part of you know, isolation. It's a scary diagnosis. I think yeah, there's a lot of fear around your COVID-19, yeah, particularly if you've got a chronic disease or you're more elderly. You know, lots of anxiety around that. And just you know, having the reassurance that there's and strong uh, medical infrastructure to get you through this has been valuable. And you know, we've certainly got great feedback you know, from members on, on that front. And that you wouldn't necessarily have in a, a home environment. Mark, you would walk these corridors. You're in the various hotels. What have been the positive outcomes you've observed? Yeah, the best description I can give you is a story of a lady. That is an unbelievably sad story. Her husband contracted COVID and was really elderly and passed away unfortunately, quite quickly from COVID. She was significantly younger, healthier, but she had also contracted COVID through her husband and lived with her brother, who's an asthmatic at home. Mm. So what she had was on the day that her husband was taken to be buried, she had nowhere to go. She couldn't go home because of her brother and passing on to her brother. She couldn't go to hospital. She was too healthy for that. And when she came to us, what she found was a family waiting for her in the form of the capital. The capital, we treat our guests like family. We had our general manager sitting outside her door, obviously because of not being able to interact and essentially counseling her as best as she could, just because we always like to go that extra mile. And for her, I've had phone call after phone call, email after email of just review and thanks. The family from overseas has been calling me just to say how grateful that she was 
to have had this facility even in existence in the first place. It doesn't exist. This is not a norm in South Africa and definitely not in the world. And it's something that we, together with Discovery, have created for exactly this purpose, to not have people have nowhere to go at all. So we really had to put this together and to have that kind of rave reviews and thanks really brought warmth to my heart. Yes, and thank you for sharing that story. Well, we are going to speak to Eugene. I can't wait for his lived experience. But Ron, your final thoughts to our listeners, to Discovery Health members about this particular benefit? Yeah, I think, uh, as you'll know, Discovery Health members are very proactive around their healthcare and always looking for you know, any solution that helps keep them fit and healthy. This is very congruent you know, with our core purpose of protecting members and you know, keeping them you know, healthy. And I think, you know, first of all, with our national response to COVID as well, we want, want to you know, provide safe environments for our members. We want to get them you know, fit and healthy as soon as possible again. Mm. And you know, in collaboration you know, with Mark and the capital team, I think you know, we've created just the right offering that gives you this rest and recuperation you know, together with the right medical support, get you back on your feet again, and then you know, also protect your family. When Eugene Rue was diagnosed with COVID-19, he first attempted to self-isolate at home, and he soon realized that he needed nursing assistance and began a search for support that led him to the Capital Empire Hotel in Santon, Johannesburg. Eugene spent six days at the Capital Empire in Santon under the care of the nursing and hotel staff, and he joins us now to take us through his experience there. Eugene, a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for being willing to share your story. Good afternoon, and it is lovely to join the podcast and share my testimony with you. Yes, yes. So let's go back a little bit. Tell us about your symptoms. When did you first develop symptoms of COVID-19? All right. So basically, it was around about the 1st of May. I developed mild symptoms of headache, fever, a bit of a sore throat, and start with loss of taste and smell. Mm -hmm. And initially, the symptoms got worse that I contacted my GP on the Friday, which was the first to go see her. I got medication, and then she suggested that if I don't feel well by the Saturday to go for to the driving empath lab in Centurion for a test. I felt that it was necessary for me this Saturday to go and have my prognosis or you know, to confirm that I was positive. So Yes, and you did the swab, right? I did the swab, yes. The back yes. of the throat to the nose one? No, I asked for the back of the throat. Got <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a phobia with things going in my nose, yes, you know? Yes, yes. Unless it's tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think when the diagnosis came back as positive? To be honest, it didn't worry me because mm. I'd already... With all the research that I've done and the, the information I gathered on COVID, when I left Empath, I actually knew I was positive. Right. It was just the formality of getting the test. Mm. When I got the test, I basically said to myself, look, I've got a decision to make here. I'm either going to lie down and let this ugly monster eat me up or really get me down, or I'm going to stand up like a soldier and fight. And I decided to, to fight it. And I won. And <laughs> you won, yeah. That's why we're here speaking to you today. But you also have comorbidities, and we know that having comorbidities puts you at a higher risk of severe illness. How did your condition progress? So basically, I went to hospital. They told me to self-isolate at home, which I did. I got my COVID medication. That was on the Monday, The I think that was the 4th. And then the Tuesday, I just felt that I wasn't really getting much better. 
And then the sixth, I contacted the hotel and I said, look, I've been diagnosed with COVID and I actually read on News 24 that Discovery was offering a program with their members in conjunction with the Capital Hotel Group where we could go and self-isolate. So I decided to make use of that opportunity and my symptoms just got worse. Additional symptoms was diarrhea. I then developed a dry cough, a very tight chest and even more excessive fever when I checked into the hotel. And they did my fever measurement. It was already 40.2. Wow. So that's how you first found out about the benefit. As it was launched, you read the article and decided to go for it. Was it easy to access it? Was the process of accessing the benefit and the hotel pretty straightforward and easy? It was seamless. Absolutely seamless. I basically found the hotel. I spoke to the reception lady who then just contacted her GM, which was Anne, the GM of the hotel. Mm. They gave me the pricing. And I said, is there standard rooms available? And they said, yes, Mr. Roo. And she phoned me back and said, right, Mr. Roo, if you're ready, we get the room ready for you. I said, right, I'm packing my bags. And I got in my car and I said to myself, right, you're a U.S. Marine soldier. You're going to Afghanistan, okay? (laughs) Except you're not flying, you're going in a car. (laughs) And that is a mental state I had. The power of visualization. I love it. I can even see it. power of visualization, yes. So I saw myself climbing in a UE hopter or an American chopper going to Afghanistan to fight the war against COVID. So when I got to the hotel, I rode in. The gentleman brought me one of those trolleys. I could put all my baggage on. I had everything that I needed. Mm. I even had a pressure cooker of soup. That's a friend of me had made for me, prepared for me. And I walked in the hotel and you know what? I felt like Cyril Ramaphosa. I was treated like a president. Tell me all about it. What were the facilities like? What kind of care did you receive while you were there? When I walked in, I sanitized my hands. They were very welcoming. Hello, Mr. Roo. Asked me for my discovery card. I filled out a form. They gave me a pen. I sanitized the pen. I used the pen. I gave it back sanitized. I made my payment. The nurse walked me to my room. Mm-hmm. Got into the room, I quickly unpacked, she came, she said, this is my number, which I did with every shift, so this nurse would give me their number, and I could either phone them or WhatsApp them, then she came and did my measurements, and that's when all the treatment started. So that's when I put on my camo attire and my boots, Yeah. and I said, right, now it's you and me, COVID, now we're going to war. Yes, and you did that for six days. So over the six days, you had what access to a nurse. Were you contacted by Discovery during that time to just monitor and see your progress? The Discovery COVID line was phoning me every day. Ah. Every day. Yeah. How are you, Mr. Roo? How are you feeling? What is your temperature? Mm. Is there anything we can do for you? Is everything fine? was absolute top class. Yes. It was really... Mind-blowing. You know, when you have underlying symptoms and you're sitting with eight symptoms of COVID and you're sitting with hypertension and diabetes, it's not a joke. And I learned so much from them. Like what I was doing is before that I was drinking lemon juice and hot water. Mm -hmm. And then the lovely nurses at the hotel came up with the, we call it the concoction. Okay. So the concoction is as follows. It's garlic, ginger, paprika, honey, and lemon. Okay, so you sort of boil it, strain it, and you drink it in a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. So that was already where we started firing at Mr. COVID or Mrs. COVID. <laughs> all right, and then it was the lemon juice and the hot water. And then I'd also brought eucalyptus oil. So ah. I would run very hot water into the basin, throw a bit 
the eucalyptus oil, cover myself with a towel, and just breathe. Mm. Breathe in and breathe out. And sure. breathe in and say, hello, Mr. COVID, there's some steam for you, and breathe out. I was taking feverish notes trying to keep up with all these insights. I'll send you the recipe. Yeah. Yes, they called it the concoction. So they wouldn't even say, sir, would you like the drink? We called it the concoction. Because okay, <laughs> that's what it was. It was a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, all together, power drink. Wow. And a very hot one. Eugene, how much did it cost? You were there for six days, right? Out of my pocket, mm. it cost me 5,700 Rand. Mm-hmm. And for Discovery, it obviously costed 2,400 Rand because they contributed 400 Rand a day to the room. So obviously, I took a standard room. I didn't need a washing machine and a tumble dryer. Obviously, they have rooms like that. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, my finance didn't allow me. I just used a standard room and that's all that I needed. Yes, that's all you needed. And look at you today. What did it mean to have this kind of support. I'm listening to you and there's a level of energy and exuberance with which you tell the story. It is. You know, when I got into the hotel, before I unpacked, okay, I took this African flag with me and there was a mirror next to the flat screen TV. And I actually first put up the flag because that showed my unity with the country and that showed my respect for everyone that's on the front line, be it a nurse, be it a doctor, be it a physician, be it endocrinologist, be it people that are doing medical research, be it cleaners, be it whatever. So that was my sort of dignified way of saying that I was going to war now. Okay, And I really, you know, the support that I got, I never felt alone. Mm-hmm. It felt like everyone else was like a soldier with me on the war field. They were professional, they were courteous, they were helpful. They were polite. They were empathetic. It's like I knew them for years. They were like family to me. I didn't actually once feel I was actually staying in a hotel. I thought I was at home. That's how they made me feel. Everyone was just, it was truly amazing. I got to the second day and I thought, wow, I can't believe this. And I never, you know, in my past, I usually used hotels for leisure. So I went on holiday or went away for a weekend, but I'd never gone into a hotel, had the experience of going into a hotel for being sick and being treated like I wasn't even a hotel guest. I felt like I was at home. Everything went like clockwork. And everyone was so polite and so professional. If I phoned and I wanted lemon juice, within two minutes it was there. I remember the Sunday night, I was really in the mood for pasta. Mm-hmm. So I phoned the GM and I said, look, what's on the menu? Because I feel like pasta. So she, she'll get Chef Clive to phone me. The chef phoned me. He said, Mr. Rue, I hear you want pasta. So I said, are you making it? He says, no, but Mr. Rue, for you, I will make the pasta. What would you like? So I had Penny Alfredo. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I nearly ate the plastic container with the pasta came in. <laughs> it was like I had a smile from my left ear to my right ear. You know? Yes. When you treated, it never even felt like with those sisters or any of the staff, I was even a patient. Mm-hmm. I felt like. We were family. And every morning and every night when I went to sleep and I got up in the morning, I looked at the flag and that just inspired me as a South African to appreciate what those people were doing for me. And not just in the health fraternity, the people that are suffering in our country and the people that don't unfortunately have the means to go into a private isolation facility. We South Africans also need to 
support those that don't have medical aid, that don't have you know the comfort of going to a private isolation. Because right. I mean, let's face it, our government is under severe strain at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really touched me. What an incredible story you've shared with us. And it's clear that this has left a lifelong impression on you. And I'm so glad that you won the COVID fight. So really, thank you. I want to thank you for sharing your unique and remarkable story. Thank you for your time. No, thank you very much. And I'd just like to say, other than all the staff at Capital Empire Hotel, and I'm just going to mention all the sisters' names, if I may. Sister Boosty, Sister Lindiwe, Sister Makiwani. Sister Mary, Sister Nancy, thank you can never be enough. And I'd like to say thank you for Discovery for what they did for me. The tests that I went through, the COVID-19 line that always phoned and found that I was doing, I never once felt alone. I was fighting the fight with people that cared for me and we were all in the fight together. Yeah. I just want to also pray for our country that we will get through this and that those that are still currently affected by COVID-19 mustn't lose hope. They just need to be strong and we will make it. Thank you for your words. Thank you for your encouragement, Eugene. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much. And I thank you for giving me the time to share my story with you. It is said that necessity is the mother of invention. Thank you to Dr. Ronald Whelan, to Mark, as well as Eugene, for giving us insights into a unique partnership that is relevant in the times of the COVID-19 pandemic and also helps to limit the spread of the virus. Stay tuned, because next up in part two of this podcast episode, I will be hearing all about why the COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated the uptake of online doctor consultations and why these sorts of virtual doctors Doctors' visits are saving lives. Thank you for listening to this episode of Discover Healthier, brought to you by Discovery Health. Join the conversation on social media with the hashtag Discover Healthier and tag at Discovery underscore SA. You can subscribe to our podcast channel, Discovery South Africa, on your favorite podcast app or visit discovery.co.za to listen to our shows. 